And I think you know more than anyone that I hate being lied to. And that I woke up to a lie this morning. Guess what? Hmm. You know Cleopatra? Egyptian queen? Yes. She's not Egyptian. She's not Egyptian. She's not Egyptian. Fact. What is she? <laughs> guess. Can you guess? Have you seen what she looks like? I mean, I'm gonna assume I'm going to assume she's a beautiful woman, but <laughs> I have no idea where she's from. <laughs> she's Greek. She's from and Greece. She, she yeah. And she apparently did a very good job at portraying an Egyptian woman down to the heritage. So is she light-skinned or dark-skinned? In between. Or is she just so tan that... She's probably caramel. <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about, like, what, 250 BC? Where'd you read this from? This is, like, facts that we know. So Okay, today. so it's been confirmed. Yeah, but it's just bizarre facts that you probably haven't heard of. Huh. Yeah. She did a really good job of being Egyptian, apparently. She fooled them. <laughs> I don't know. The Cleopatra ways. I don't know. It's interesting. But anyway, what's more interesting is subscribing to the 2AM podcast. Obviously. Uh, We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on so many damn platforms nowadays. There are only a few important ones that we really want people to migrate to. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the major streaming platforms for all radio audible hosting. We decided to uh, delete TikTok. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. You remember we were just yeah, annoyed just, with that shit and yeah. we were just like, IG reels are basically the same thing. Like I, I, I think it just comes with the the hatred of China as well. Yeah. You know, it was China. not hard for me to say, yo, man, pull the trigger. Just uh, <laughs> remove the whole account. I don't want it. It was nasty. It was nasty. It was nasty. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's endless scrolling. <laughs> well, TikTok, the way it's designed, I'm telling you, it's genius. But it's evil genius. Dude, you have to keep in mind it's the only platform that plays a video immediately after you open it. Yeah. And it makes you forget that you're on internet. Yeah. You know, sometimes if you're on a web browser, it'll lag a little bit. So you're like, oh yeah, you're reminded of what you pay for your internet service provider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't have the highest tier. And I don't care how disciplined you are. If you, let's say, at least for me, mm-hmm. if I, every once in a while I'll go to bed yeah, and I'll turn on my phone, I'll pick it up. And then an hour later, mm-hmm. I find myself thinking like, why did I do that? I just wasted an entire hour of sleep. Yeah. And you hate yourself more. Like did, did watching any of those videos contribute to my mind or my health in any way? Most likely not. 99.9%. Yeah. No. You're, you're right. And now do you have, do you have the right to hate yourself for that? Well, no, I don't hate myself for that. It's just. I get annoyed with myself, which I think is completely fine. Mm. I think people could do with more like, you know, yeah. putting their feet to the fire. I need to stop doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I don't hate myself because of it. I do sometimes though. Sometimes I do. Like it has I, its place. I get to myself and I can't stop thinking about how much time I wasted, even though it was just like, it was an hour. It wasn't that much. Mm-hmm. But I try to convince myself otherwise and, and say, hey, listen, do you feel like that was necessary for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? For your breathing time or whatever. And I've been convincing myself of these things a lot lately. And I think, I think every once in a while, it's nice to take a break. 
And by taking a break, I mean, you, you do the things that most people do every day. <laughs> yeah. You Which do is, the normie shit. Is yeah. that what you mean? Playing games. Okay. You know, I, I told you I've been playing Grand Theft Auto lately. <laughs> and I, I've so been I've into heard. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been into it. And I know, you know, I talk a lot of crap about the gaming industry or, you know, people of maybe not the industry because the industry is doing well and I have, you know, they're doing great work. I yeah, there's really no problem it. with the industry. But I think it's just uh, maybe the people around me that I see kind of drowning mm-hmm. in these small time holes where they're really just sitting there and doing nothing. Yeah. Like the screen that you're involved with is doing something. Your computer is doing something. It's processing things. Your brain is doing something. But you as a full human being are not really doing much. You're feeding your brain, sure. But you, but are you feeding your body? No. Are we talking I'm about just video games specifically? Yeah, if I'm sitting there playing Grand Theft Auto specifically, <laughs> I'm just going to say that specifically because I don't play anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced you're not doing a damn thing. Because what are you doing? Clicking? You're clicking, Moving sure. your thumbs? Yeah, okay. You don't get che- me wrong. <laughs> you are doing something because your hand-eye coordination at the very least is getting better. It's still a form of practice. You get me? You nah, get me. I, I hate before, when motherfuckers throw out that argument. Before you disagree. Okay. Okay? I'm with you. I know, okay. I yeah, still for the most dislike part, yes. it. Okay? But I can still see how, sure, if we're talking about literally, mm-hmm. yes, sure, your brain is doing something along with your hands. Okay, but is to- it beneficial? To the hand-eye coordination argument, for the majority of dudes who play video games, what does it matter if you have if you improve your hand-eye coordination if you're fat as fuck? <sighs> what does it matter? Genuinely, what are you gonna do? Whose life are you gonna save with your with your thumb action hand-eye coordination? <laughs> I really hate you for this, <laughs> but it's 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 a legitimate question that you yeah. have to pose. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're, if you're a hundred pounds overweight and you have spectacular thumb action, like you're able to, I don't know, move your fingers at like three times the average speed of the normal person. Phenomenal (laughs) thumb action. It's so stupid. That's why I hate the argument. I'm crying. First of all, Uh, (laughs) thank you. I just have to say that (laughs) that he's literally crying. That was. So over the top, but <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I know, and I'm laughing because it's true. <laughs> it's true, and I can't help but think of like the ideal, the the situation you just described. Um, wow, I need to recollect my <laughs> what, my he, thoughts. He can or, grab his hot Cheetos at a faster yeah, rate. Yeah, I don't know than don't the know. average person. Just, like the thing is, man, during that whole rant that you just did, all I could picture was like these stupid attachments for the controller. <laughs> To like, like to like save milliseconds. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> because the Such thumb dweebs. reach, the thumb reach, bro. Oh, oh my god, I'm done. That was funny. That that was. Or even even talking. But you're about. but like it's sad to say you're true. You're true. You're right. Let's see, I can't even think anymore. Um, <laughs> genuinely, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. What is the point of that? Like it's. Which I, I think to more specifically to the video game <clears throat> subject, mm-hmm. um, there's a real problem with a lot of people, 
achieving things in the digital world exclusively to video games as opposed to achieving things in real life. Mm -hmm. So they get like that, they get the feeling of accomplishment, but it's messed up because they're not accomplishing anything. Yeah. So the whole definition of, of accomplishing is is completely changed Mm -hmm. is what you're saying. Hmm. Interesting. Or it hasn't necessarily changed. It's just, they're not doing anything unless they're making, unless they're like FaZe Clan making tens of millions of dollars doing yeah. this. So if you had a, if you had advice for someone like that, that's listening. Hypothetically, what would, what would you, what would you say? Because I know that it, you're, you're very like resilient with your ideas sometimes. And sometimes oh. you're very aggressive. So... What, what would it be? What would you say? Well, I was actually thinking that there are two, well, there are more than two options, but mm. the more extreme, at the more extreme end, you would say smash the fuck out of your Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. But what comes next? Let's just say I just quit and I'm like, you know what? Something spoke to me this morning and I am going to just throw away all my video games. I don't care. They are worthless. Mm-hmm. Right, you just suddenly changed. Like your inner gut is telling you that you don't like this anymore. Mm-hmm. What would be some things? Because I would like to imagine that they would be a little bit confused on what to do. The next stage. What is the next step? Well, that's th- all you know, right? Yeah. What is the next step? I think you'd have to reevaluate <clears throat> your life. You'd have to sit down and be like, okay, what areas am I good in? Mm-hmm. What areas am I lacking in? Mm-hmm. And then from there, just I guess focus on. A, like for us, we focus on the 2AM podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of our lives are like our lives are re- they're yeah. built around this. Yeah. And actually, uh, I can easily say that a lot of my habits just without me trying to quit them, they just went away with the podcast. Exactly. Because I just genuinely didn't have time, mm-hmm. you know, between my personal work, podcast work, and just like other relationships and things like that. Because when you have something inspiring, why do you have to waste time on... Yeah. You know, the mundane, the stuff that's yeah. trying to hold you back. This is my video game. Exactly. Yep. It, was, it was a giant replacement for many parts of my life, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with it easily. You know, it's cool because now you get an idea and you have somewhere to execute it. And it's going to pay off. Yeah, it will pay off. Whatever you you put time mm-hmm. and energy into, it it will grow. Yeah. Manifestation. But yeah, the whole video yeah. game shit, man. I mean. Yeah, the, the whole video game stuff. Well, another thing why... I uh, bring that up is because we all know the FaZe Clan. Mm-hmm. The FaZe Clan is a huge uh, group of gamers, basically, that develop their own platform and just, like, system where they started making business happen with this. And they originally were just a few players that mm-hmm. went professional with... Uh, I, don't, I honestly don't remember what game. I'm not sure if it was League of Legends or... I know Call of Duty is a big one, yeah, but... Counter-Strike. They play all the games, but uh, they actually are going public as a company. I did. Did you hear that? I saw that. I saw that on uh, Tarek's uh, story. Yeah, that's something fairly new, I would say, to the stock market. Which is insane because I, I think the number was, what, a billion dollar mm-hmm. valuation or something like that? Yeah, so far. so Crazy numbers. But here's the thing, when it goes public, what's gonna happen? (laughs) When it goes public, here's what I think is gonna happen. Mm -hmm. I think it's gonna go through this hype stage for about a couple of weeks. 
after that, it's going to go down to a median stock. Just like anything else, it's going to take, it's going to require time mm-hmm. uh, for it to grow. Well, I don't think it's going to be a short term thing. If you think about the age of their audience, they're mostly like really young people. Mm-hmm. Say like what? So they're not 16 to 19. Probably even, even younger. Even younger, yeah. yeah. We can go younger. Um, 13 to 19. How about that? I'm very confident in their ability to uh, target that market. Mm. They have a very good understanding of how to approach that situation. But in terms of like what the stock itself is going to do, I have no idea. I feel like, yeah. yeah and probably- that's the thing. I think we need to, we need to uh, look at FaZe Clan right now because no matter what they're doing, mm-hmm. they're still in a growth phase. Yeah. Okay. So yes, they are the most famous uh, clan, basically. But they're still in a growing phase. Yeah. With that being said, I don't know much about how they're going to run as a company. Mm-hmm. Founded in uh, yeah. on May thirtieth, two thousand ten. And the reason why I say I don't know much is not because I don't know much. You know, we have tech companies that we can relate to. Um, like home goods companies, mm-hmm. like things like that. They generally, we know what kind of industry they're in, okay? But a gaming industry turned to business. Are you a developer? Are you a creator? Are you an events business? Are you a services business? What's going on? I, well, I don't it's know. always been a business though. It always They've has. always approached it with a business <clears throat> mindset. Yeah, but if I had to label gaming industry on it, that is so broad. I, I, and it's so new, Mm -hmm. especially for something to go public. Yeah. Which by the way, I I am in full support of. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a few members of the FaZe Clan, cool people. (laughs) Shout out if you're listening. But like I said, I'm not worried about them because they, they've been doing this for, for quite a while. Yeah. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm just want to see what their position or how they would be looked at, you know, Mm -hmm. according to wall street. Or according to financial institutions, well, What's they're gonna, going on—they're going to be looked at as big players because they understand mm-hmm. the culture. Yeah, for the future generations yeah. that are going to come is, up. Yeah, and this is a realistic move for them. Very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, man, dude, if I was like the head of Phase Clan and I was twenty-eight and and my company went public, that's insane. <sighs> I can't even imagine the emotions yeah. that would run through your, your imagine, head. Imagine, dude, like you—you you woke up one Christmas and you got a Nintendo sixty-four in nineteen ninety-eight. And then from there on, that's it. That's the rest of your life. <laughs> that's someone's life. Yeah. You know, you made your money, you made, and you, and you love it. Mm-hmm. It's the best part. That's what I love about the FaZe Clan is that you can see how much they love their craft. Mm-hmm. And they're great players. So yeah. keep it up, guys. Shout out to the FaZe Clan. If you're not following them, go follow them on YouTube. And it's Amazing. a new, new age, man. You yeah. Can, you can make money doing mm-hmm. almost fucking anything. There's yeah. a market for absolutely everything. Absolutely. Absolutely, especially right now with the the amount of custom businesses that are coming out, mm-hmm. crazy. People are just launching startups in their pro- in their garages. I think there was a like crazy. There was a lyric from Immortal Technique, and I forgot the song name, but mm. he was like, "There's a market market for chocolate covered cockroaches. There's a market for everything. So it's like you're gonna sit here and complain about how you can't make you get, yeah. whatever work. That's absolutely right." And that's not having narrow thinking. When you have narrow thinking, you're going to find it hard to sell anything. Let me give you a scenario. Usually, um, I know a lot of people. So from like different industries, 
So what they'll do is they'll call me and they'll be like, hey man, I got a pallet sitting here and I need to sell it for uh, $2,500. It's, it's an Amazon liquidation and it comes with, I don't know, over 2,400 products. Mm-hmm. Okay. So essentially what I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to buy it for 2,700, take it and sell them as individual pieces. I would obviously make, you know, somewhere around 30 to 50K, something like that, based mm-hmm. off of that, and walk away. But in this scenario, what, uh, what was I getting at earlier? That's <laughs> 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 on forgot. you, buddy. No, 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 no. I was going somewhere with this story because of something. Being able to sell anything? Yes, being yeah. able to sell anything. So uh, when, you're, when you get a deal like that, it's so easy to just wash it away and just say, hey, uh, I don't think it's realistic to sell this because I just kind of like looked at the surface level of these products and all I see are, I don't know, like Enfamil and diapers and mm-hmm. blank eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper. That's going to be hard for me to sell. Yeah. Okay. Do you see how that narrow thinking just led it's, it's you surface to surface level thinking. Yeah. You didn't think deep enough. You didn't really do market research. You didn't know where you could sell this. You didn't, everything has a market. You right? didn't know the specific avatar of what your ideal customer looks like. Yeah. You don't know so, the demographic, the age, the, all that. Right there. When I had a decision whether to buy it or not, okay, you don't know what the future of you buying it is. You don't know if you're going to make money off of this. You don't know if it's going to sit there in storage. Mm-hmm. But, Get rid of the narrow thinking so that you can actually sit there and say, hey, I need a moment to think about this. And then truly think about it. You could, I have done research in under 10 minutes before. Yeah. And it's just because you have to make an impulse decision right now, but you asked for five minutes. What do you think this is? A laptop, a Mm -hmm. phone, you have Google. Yeah. You have the internet available to you. Yeah. Do it real quick. 10 to 30 minutes is all you need. You don't know what you're missing out on, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just say, hey, I know everything. Mm, no, that's not going to sell. I know that for a fact. You don't know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Now, this goes obviously to someone that's inexperienced and wants to make some money selling liquidated goods. Mm-hmm. That's just an example. But you can't have a narrow mind. No. You need to be able to make your own equations, solve them, and then determine whether it's a good decision or not. Yeah. And I think most importantly, be, mm-hmm. be able to adapt. Yeah. And we know that chasing money gets us to think. So just do a few extra steps to think better. That's it. Mm. That's the whole point of it. Uh, you reminded me of with the whole like phase, phase clan going public. Mm. I've been hearing a lot of recent stories about company CEOs who... Uh, you know, they go public, stock rises to a crazy- Yeah, immediately $270 yeah, that day. crazy price. Yeah. And then eventually they sell their shares mm-hmm. or they, they sell the majority of their shares. It's, I think it's a good exercise to think about like, how would you approach life if you were in, the, in that position? You sold the ma- majority of your shares in a company. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're sitting at 500 to 500 million to a billion dollars. Yeah. What would you do? I mean, certainly you'd never have to worry about money ever again, but. I want to jump to that. I mean, I wouldn't re- jump to that. Like, but it depends on the person. It depends on the person. 
but I'm saying in terms of like survival, covering all your expenses, you wouldn't have to worry about that for no, the most part. No, no, you wouldn't. So if you had any debt or anything like that, yeah, sure, you'd pay it off. You'd be chilling. Yeah. A little bit more comfortable, secure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's less nagging in your mind. So there's less like worry about financials. Mm-hmm. So therefore you can actually generate that energy that you would spend thinking on financials towards something else, which yeah. is an opportunity that you've probably never had before. Mm-hmm. Which I think a lot of people in those positions find themselves in like a depressed state or anxious state because they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah. Maybe you spent, I don't know, 20 years working 80 hours a week, mm-hmm. right? And as a human being, you adapt. So you're not as tired anymore. You've just adapted to this way of living. And one day you make millions. And you're just crazy. On one day you just, just wake up to millions. Yeah, you wake up to millions and you've been saving too. So it's not all from stocks. It's not all from investing. It's not all from, it's, it's also your hard earned money. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I don't know. I'm just trying to put myself in, in that position. If you've been closed off for 20 years, like I just mentioned, would it be harder for you to make moves or would that still depend on the strength of your will? Mm-hmm. Like I am willing to do this right now and I can do it. Finally could do it. What am I going to do? I know exactly what to do. I would say that most people don't know exactly what to do. I wouldn't know necessarily know what to do because yeah. all I've ever known was I grew mm-hmm. up in a, in a normal yeah. middle-class fa- family in terms of wealth. Mm-hmm. You can assume what would you, you, what you would do and what you yeah. think based off of your past impulses, what you would do. Mm-hmm. But I'm I sure you myself, would buy the cars, yeah. the house, yeah. whatever. I asked myself the question again and I came to a conclusion and I said, hey, I know I like to joke around and just make everything a scene, you know, especially if something great happens. But with this, I think I would just be speechless for a good week. I wouldn't, I honestly probably wouldn't comprehend it. I would spend the first mm-hmm. couple of days comprehending everything. Mm-hmm. And this is like a one day turnaround, of course. Yeah. You know, if this happened over time, I mean, you would see money over time. So it wouldn't really be the same effect. But it would be an amazing, weird, heartfelt environment for a good time dude if you're a creative i feel like that's the ideal type of person to be in that scenario because mm-hmm. then you can travel you can create projects yeah you can actually pour all of your time money and energy yeah. into exactly what it is that you yeah. want to do now the 20 year old me wants to do this he wants to go get a g63 of course <laughs> and then take it and go park it at lax Mm-hmm. while you take your trip to Greece mm-hmm. so you can think about where to buy property. <laughs> That's what I would like to do. But I yeah. honestly, thinking realistically, it would just, it would make more sense if I sat there and comprehended everything and just kind of went through my appreciation time. Yeah, that's the thing. I think you would get over those, you know, the materialistic things very quickly. Yeah. Just like you enjoy. Uh, uh, but would I? You would. You see, you'd, you would. I would, but would I? I? I Let me explain this further. Every person is different. Therefore, we all have different percentages of how much material we like. Mm-hmm. I'm not a minimal at all, but I do like some minimal qualities. Yeah. Therefore, I like handpicking things that I truly want, 
right? Like a G63. I've been talking about that forever. Mm-hmm. And I know I've, I've made that. It's kind of like, it's my baggy shirt that I took to the gym so that I can fill it up with, mm-hmm. right? It's the same shirt. That's that car. I know I made it when I get that car. Sure. You get me? Like it's, it's, just, it's, it's almost like of, a checkpoint. It's a checkpoint. And at yeah. the same time, I just know because based off of the things that I bought in the past, I will treat it with as if it's me. It's it's like it's a it's a, an extension of me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. Different personalities. For some people, yeah. it'll take take them longer to get over it. Mm-hmm. But my point is, at the end of the day, eventually there comes a point for everyone where they're just fucking over it and they have to focus on other things. Yeah. Because if you have all the money in the world, and you can buy anything you want, yeah. Where's the where's the like, where's the satisfaction in that? Mm-hmm. There's no satisfaction. Especially after, after you do you most of the stuff. You don't want to be free spending. I would rather think about everything I swipe for. Yeah. I don't want my house to be like this, like daycare center where it's just, we own everything <laughs> and anything you want, you know, it's somewhere on the floor. Just, just find it. A whole bunch of unnecessary crap. Yeah. That's, that's a poor quality of life. That's the way I look at it. It's just so poor. I don't mm-hmm. care how much money you have. You get me? Yeah. No, I don't, I, I wouldn't like to live that way. Yeah. yeah. I would rather, uh, you know, focus on the development of myself than the, the development of my money mm-hmm. to be completely honest. Yeah. It's the difference between unconscious and conscious wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd recommend everyone think about that too. It's crazy. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of Sultan drinks, they are by far my favorite drinks now, but they are yeah. not a sponsor. They are not a sponsor. <laughs> Maybe we should hit them up, but it's uh, it's a great drink. Actually, it comes with it's infused with mango, orange, curcuma, and wait, what drum was the roll, please. Ingredient? Black seed. Black seed is the main ingredient that brought me to this. Actually, mm-hmm. it's just so good. How did you Surf describe it please. to the guy who asked you about it earlier today? Uh. I, it was a LaCroix, but it's more than essence. It's actual flavor without the sugars. Okay. So it has zero sugar. Not zero sugars, but it's just not Is your it? typical like soda can. Okay. Yeah. It's not at, uh, what, 36% added sugars. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, food for thought. Thought for food. Thought for <laughs> I have come to realize that the 2AM podcast is coming to an end <laughs> for this episode. Just fucking breaking this news to me on on live video, huh? I am sorry. I am sorry, but I am ready for my four hour work week. Yeah, Let's we we have some. Um, we've been strategically planning uh, our next few episodes. We'll have some upcoming guests who have already been here before yeah those will be surprises mm-hmm. um that'll be a fun time mm-hmm. we're gonna dive into specific topics as well yeah um can i mention them actually just a quick run through sure 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 all right yeah. guys so for any crypto fans we got a crypto episode coming in mm-hmm. with mr dalton weeks 
for the third time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He just, uh, I think he just arrived, he arrived from New York yesterday or today. I'm not just, sure. Yeah. I saw him. Uh, I saw his post this morning, though. He's like, yeah. yep, Newport Beach. I'm like, yes. We we're miss him closer. so much, so we're we excited do. to get him in. We do. He's. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, other than that, we also have a special episode that means Zayd have been working on. Is this Night a- and day. Yeah. And it's called, it's inspired by me. It's called How to Make Memories That Will Last a, life lo- a mm. Lifetime. I was going to say a lifelong. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look forward to, to those two. And if someone hasn't heard of the 2AM podcast, please let them know. You can find us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, Instagram, and all major streaming platforms. You can also find us at our website, www.the2ampodcast.com. For all major updates, check us out there. Also, feel free to donate if you like us, support us. We have a button on our 2ampodcast.com page. And until next time, guys, we will see you. Take it easy. Chill out. Pop, pop, pop.